we really hope that by traveling and going to see different areas and meeting different people who might not be just like us, that um, that we, Dave and I, as well as our kids, can be able to look through through the lens um, that all humans are image bearers of God. Um, and that we can have a charitable view of humanity by looking through this lens. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. W.B. Yeats wrote, The world is full of magic things, patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. You only have to watch a small child to see that they are filled with delight and wonder over what we might consider very ordinary things. I mean, you just have to give them a gift and they are in raptures over the wrapping paper and the string. Running barefoot on the grass fills them with laughter and joy. We've grown so used to things, haven't we? And we've forgotten what an astonishing thing it is just to be alive on this earth. As a favorite poet of mine says, and her name is Mary Oliver, she's probably your favorite too, It is a serious thing just to be alive on this fresh morning in the broken world. Our guest today has made it her goal to cultivate awe and wonder in her children by exploring nature together. I haven't met Jenny Stifter, not yet, but her Instagram feed, Micro Adventure Family, is one of the most joy-filled spaces on the interwebs. Jenny shares her family's journey through severe financial difficulties, They sold everything and lived for a while in an RV. And she also shares the joy they've discovered on the way and the awe it sparked by lifting their gaze to the one who made it all. And she shares how we too can recapture our awe and wonder we once had as children, whether we travel anywhere or not. I think it might just be the tonic we need today and I can't wait for you to hear from her. So without further ado, Please welcome my friend, and now yours, Jenny Stifter. I am Jenny Stifter. I am a wife to my husband, Dave. I am a physician assistant turned stay-at-home mom, and now I actually have the privilege to homeschool my two little kiddos, Oakley and Callie, Oakley six and Callie's four, and I get to do that full-time. Microadventures was something that we really started to fall in love with, and we felt like it was something that God had placed into our hearts. And so what a microadventure is, is it's something that doesn't take a lot of time, and it doesn't take a lot of money, and it doesn't require airfare or anything like that. So we were finding little adventures to do in our own backyard in our city, places that we could just go after work at five o'clock when my husband Dave would get off work, we would go and we would find a micro adventure. And so we just kind of wanted to share those resources for other people to say, Hey, you don't have to have money and you don't have to have time to go and do adventures together as a family and be outside in God's creation. 
my faith, our faith guided us through this decision to start the micro adventure family account. We started it back in 2016. My husband and I, um, we were actually going through pretty severe financial troubles at the time. Um, and so this was one year after my son Oakley was born. So he was our first child and we really valued being together as a family. We really valued being outside in nature. And so during these financial troubles that we went through, we obviously did not have the means the financial means to take extravagant vacations and take a lot of time off of work. At the time we didn't have a house. We didn't have any roots. We just had suitcases packed. We'd um, gotten rid of all of our things and we decided to, spend the next um, year and a half to two years traveling full-time in our RV. And so we, we did that. We've been to all 50 States now as a family of four and we continued to find micro adventures along the way. So anywhere we would go, we would find the um, free or very inexpensive things to do in a city. Most of the time they were outside. They were usually almost always kid friendly. I think they always were kid friendly and they didn't take a whole lot of time to do. So we're just really passionate about finding little micro adventures wherever we go. We've seen our kids grow in a lot of different ways. I think one of the ways that we really want them to grow is that obviously when you go outside and you see these amazing things in nature, I mean, it kind of takes your breath away. And Paul David Tripp says that humans are hardwired for awe. And so our hope is that by taking our kids outside into God's creation, we hope and pray that that awe that is inspired inside of them by looking at God's creation would cause their gaze to go up and to actually see God and to just be completely in awe of Him and who He is. I think that there's a lot of lessons that kids can be learning in the outdoors. There's a lot of cause and effect and consequences that can happen when you climb a tree and you fall out of a tree. We recently had an experience in Colorado where my oldest son Oakley was uh, walking along the creek, climbing the rocks, and he inadvertently fell in the creek and got his clothes soaking wet and came out just a mess of tears. But it just made for a really sweet, um, sweet learning moment. And I thought, you know, I kind of had my like foreshadowing eyes on of, you know, I really hope that all of these little things that we do and all of these little mishaps that happen when we're out in nature, out exploring, that when those translate later on, you know, when he's a teenager, that he will still be able to come to me and that I will still have open arms, you know, and that I can still smile at him and say, it's, it's okay, it's gonna be okay, you know? So just really sweet learning moments being outside. People would always ask us when we were living in the RV, how are you doing this full time with your family? What happens if you and your husband get into a tiff? Dave and I are actually both completely extroverted. And so that's not something that we needed that reprieve from. However, I will say that there are a lot of moments within those two years that we needed a reprieve from our own children. So we found reprieve in the form of sitting outside of our RV, sitting around a campfire after our kids went to sleep. It was one of the ways that we found that quiet and that solace and just that intimate time being together in an RV with our whole family. So we put our kids to sleep. We would actually sit around the campfire and we just have really sweet memories sitting there, um, talking about things and life, travel, and also listening to some really good sermons sitting around the campfire.
This is a passage from the Jesus Storybook Bible. The wind and the waves recognized Jesus' voice. They had heard it before. Of course, it was the same voice that made them in the very beginning. They listened to Jesus and they did what he said. Immediately, the wind stopped. The water calmed down. It glittered innocently in the moonlight and lapped quietly against the side of the boat as if nothing had happened. The little boat bobbed gently up and down. There was a deep stillness and a great quiet all around. Then Jesus turned to his wind-torn friends. Why were you scared? He asked. Did you forget who I am? Did you believe your fears instead of me? Jesus's friends were quiet, as quiet as the wind and the waves. And into their hearts came a different kind of storm. What kind of man is this? They asked themselves anxiously. Even the winds and the waves obey him. They said because they didn't understand. They didn't realize yet that Jesus was the Son of God. Jesus' friends had been so afraid. They had only seen the big waves. They had forgotten that if Jesus was with them, then they had nothing to be afraid of, no matter how small their boat or how big the storm. Faith is not our doing. It's a gift of God. And it's so beautiful that Jesus takes the fear of the disciples and he gives them faith instead. And so... Obviously, faith is a gift. It comes from hearing the word of God preached. And I think it's really important that we pray for our little ones and that we pray that they would have faith where fear and doubt take up residence in their hearts. And we can pray the same thing for our hearts. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at sallylloydjones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello. It's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.